0: Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics in Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13, wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Let's hang out.
1: Let's hang out. And
0: let's
1: talk about what lessons about. Let's hang out. And to lesbian shout, let's hang, let's hang
2: out. Let's hang out. Welcome back to Les Hangout.
1: I'm Ellie Brigida. and I'm Lee Holmes Foster,
2: and welcome
1: to our fourth installment of Shoulda Been Gay. Oh, 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 it was fun, it was it great, great, but it shoulda been, been a little more gay.
2: This week, I'd like to introduce our topic with a cheer. I said a burp. It's cold in here. I said there must be some Tauros that are super queer, right?
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, that's right, you guys. This week, we are going to be talking about Bring It On, the Y2K classic. So I'm going to read a recap synopsis of the film, which is, A championship high school cheerleading squad discovers its previous captain stole all their best routines, from an inner city school and must scramble to compete at this year's championships, and stars two of our favorites, especially from from that you know era of time, Kristen Dunst and Eliza Dushku. And my lesbian synopsis of this movie,
2: which is I think would have been a better film, is the head cheerleader falls in love with the badass new girl in town.
1: <laughs> I sign me up for that movie. Right? I wanna see that movie?
2: Like, what a great pairing. <laughs> And I just want to start this episode talking a little bit about why we decided to do Bring It On this week. A few weeks ago, I went to this lesbian party in New York City, and I went to a pregame at a friend of a friend's house. And there were so many lesbians there. She was like, oh, we're just going to go to a quick pregame. There were like 15 of us in the small (laughs) New York City apartment. So many beautiful lesbians, like unreal. We were just doing the gayest things. We were sitting around watching YouTube videos of lesbian, like lesbian music videos, like Hayley Kiyoko and anything we could find that had lesbians in it. And then at some point, one of the girls said, I don't know, just, you know, just if someone looks gay in a movie, you just want them to be gay and you love them. And I realized that's why I love Bring It On so much when I saw it. Because Eliza Dushku was the gayest.
1: I mean, I think we all did.
2: Yeah. So then we all, all 15 lesbians in the room were just like, ooh, Eliza, ooh, (laughs) like like literally like monkeys.
1: I feel like any of us who were, you know, kind of around the teen, preteen time of our lives when Bring It On came out, you know, whether, whether you knew you were gay already or not, you loved Bring It On.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, cheerleaders. So (laughs) (laughs) we all had a little thing going on. That uh, locker room scene.
1: But I think you're right. Eliza Dushku, especially in this movie, just screams gay.
2: So gay. Yeah. I mean, no male love interest, right? The attitude. It's not like just she dressed gay or whatever, like you would consider looking gay. She did, though. She did. But there's something about her smile that's gay. I don't know how to describe it. (laughs) <laughs> it's like a lesbian smirk it's the attitude i'm telling you yeah that lesbian confidence it's that
1: kind of like f the man i don't need your patriarchal bullshit kind of attitude that i think appealed to a lot of us baby gays Ugh. at that time yeah she's know?
2: just perfect and then i mean add on to it that she's also faith that we all have, we have so many you know We'll talk about that in another episode, but...
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say this is not going to be our last Eliza Dushku feature on Should Have Been Gay. It will not be our last kind of, you know, late 90s, early 2000s movies feature on Should Have Been Gay. Don't worry. There will be more to come. But I think Bring It On is such a standout from that time of just so clearly a, a movie that missed its real calling just fell short of the mark.
2: We need to talk about our ideal pairing that didn't happen. Torrance and Missy.
1: Yep. And do they have a ship name? Yeah, I don't know. Do they? Tissy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope it's not that.
2: Morance? They it they it doesn't sound good together, so I'm sorry uh, any Tissy fans out there.
1: Isn't so Torrance's last name in the movie is Shipman. Shipman. So shippy. <laughs> ship shipsy. I'm gonna call him shipsy. Miss- okay. Oh shipsy. I like shipsy. Shipsy. Okay. I'm yeah, about shipsy. Okay, we're we're coining that now. Shipsy. You heard it here first because it's a it's a made up name. It's fine. <laughs> now I don't know if they had a real ship name.
2: Yeah, but I think shipsy is pretty good. Yeah. Other ships that we'll just briefly touch on. Honorable mentions. Courtney and Whitney,
1: Courtney and Whitney, who I'm going to explain as pre Britney and Santana, yes, I mean, like they basically are it's like the two kind of mean girl cheerleaders where you're like you think they're they're pretty much together, you know, or at least like fooling around for sure, oh,
2: for sure. I think they're definitely experimenting a little. There's even I mean Missy, who's our resident lesbian. There's a line when she's in the car with Torrance and the two male cheerleaders, and she says, Courtney and Whitney, dichadelic.
1: A little too interested in that information, aren't right?
2: we? It's the same way that we are talking about Missy and Torrance. Yeah. She's talking about Courtney and Whitney.
1: She has that conversation with the gay guy on the squad too, right? Where she's like super interested in the fact that that he's... Oh, Yeah totally gay right she's yeah she's like very gay gay she's gay yeah yeah
2: she says oh uh, no what what exactly she says i've seen this movie way too many times she says you're fluent in fag
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is such a 2000 movie (laughs) sentence to exist like so much i feel like now people would be like picketing the film for that but you know
2: yep but you know is the nineties.
1: It was a different time, you guys. It was a different time. It really was. Before we move on from Courtney and Whitney, one other thing that I do want to point out is cause we already had a shout out to her once in our very first Les Essentials episode where we talked about Debs is making a reappearance on the lesbian scene. Claire Kramer, who plays Courtney in this film, who you might remember as glorificus from Buffy. Also another Buffy tie-in. Um, and who also played Lucy Diamond, or Lucy in the Sky, in the original Deb's short film in 2003. So good to see you again, Claire. Always nice when you grace our lesbian screens.
2: Always a pleasure, especially when you're <laughs> being a big ol' les. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, <laughs> our third honorable mention, which we, have to, we still have to say, then we will move on to talking more about our ship Torrance and Isis. Isis is Gabrielle Union's character, and you know, you could play up the rivals, they hate each other so much that they love each other, that kind of thing. It's a
1: fine line, right? From Mm -hmm. love to hate. Oh, yeah. Hate hate to love. There's for sure some
2: tension when they're telling each other to bring it. There's
1: some tension, and especially, I mean, Gabrielle Union looks good in this movie. Mm. Like, what are you supposed to do? It's, It's hard for there not to be some tension there, I mean... You know, she'd have chemistry with a rock. Come on. <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh, she's so beautiful. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. I think I'm sure there are are people who ship Torrance and Isis together because well, how could you not?
2: You're right. But I'm all about Missy and Torrance.
1: Shipsy, you're a shipsy gal. I'm a shipsy gal.
2: <laughs> and we talked a little bit about sleepovers. Yes. In our Rizzoli and Isles episode, Missy and Torrance have a nice little sleepover. If this movie was gay, you know, I really do like, what's her brother's name? Oh, I don't even know. Who cares? Okay, we <laughs> don't even care what the brother's name is. I like him. He's okay. The The teeth brushing scene? Yeah.
1: Where he brushes his teeth for like 48 minutes.
2: Yeah, and you're just like, why? But yeah, I just wish that that was Missy who was brushing her teeth.
1: Instead. I mean- First of all, I'm going to say my reaction to the brother in a general sense is why. And also not going to be the only should have been gay where brothers come up. Convenient brothers. Because I think that was very much a thing, kind of continues to be a thing sometimes, where you sort of create sexual tension between your two lead characters and then resolve it with the brother when they happen to both be women. So yeah, I mean, why the brother needs to exist in this movie at all? He's basically there to be a male Missy. Yes, you could have just had it be Missy. I get it. The brother might come in handy down the line. They want to have gabies, and you need someone to donate sperm. Sure, you toss the brother into that story, then why not? But to just have him be there to date with like no real purpose and no real... There's no real development of that, right? It's kind of like the whole movie is about Missy and Torrance, and then the brother just pops up to like be the, the beard, basically. Yeah. I mean...
2: Speaking of the brother, we need to talk a little bit about the jealousy that occurs with the brother. Yeah. Because... Okay. In a straight reading of this movie, <laughs> you could say... Missy doesn't like her brother, thinks he's gross, and is just like, oh, how could you ever be attracted to my brother? He's so not cute. And this is her new BFF. Yeah. However, sure. in our lesbian reading, Missy's jealous, let's be real. hmm There's this scene, Torrance gets into bed with Missy, and then Missy turns around and says, are you into my brother? And... <laughs> like you can just see the look on her face that's like damn like you're into my brother and not me all right yeah good night and then she just rolls over
1: which i think is how we all feel
2: yeah but like lesbian version which i i actually when i was researching read a fanfic called spirit stick <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm going to i'm going to have to look this up because i'm so curious now just
2: beautiful in the fanfic version <laughs> Torrance says no, but actually means it, and then they start making out. So
1: uh, <laughs> that's what should happen, people. We're getting a little punchy tonight, and I am holding in all of my spirit stick jokes that I want to make right now. Oh, my God. Okay? <laughs> Just so you know. Well,
2: I won't get that raunchy, but the, <laughs> the
1: spirit stick,
2: there's there's some things happening
1: i'm gonna have to there, look this there are up. multiple I, meanings to i can help stick. it That's sorry all. we might have to That's wrap all. this episode up <laughs> early you guys <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> got some go. reading to do <laughs> <laughs> ellie what should i watch now that winona Earp ended well if you like winona Earp, you should definitely check
2: out riley para on tello it's a little bit winona Earp, a little bit buffy and a little bit Rosolia Niles,
1: isles but actually gay <laughs> oh my god, I love The Riley Power Book, so of course I'm watching it. Plus, tell us all about making content for lesbians. So lesbians are front and center. And you know we are all about lesbians, front and center!
2: <laughs> and did you know they're the first Lesbian Network to receive an Emmy nomination? Which
1: is huge! Such a big deal! We were so excited to buy our subscription, because we know all of those fees are just going to go straight into making more lesbian content, which I think is something we all want. More lesbians. <laughs> absolutely.
2: And we have a special deal for our listeners. If you use the code LesHang at checkout, you'll get twenty percent off your first month or your first year. So be sure to check out Tello and subscribe to watch great shows like Riley Para and so many others.
1: No, but I, I I think you're absolutely right. I think the brother he doesn't have any real point in the film. He's he kind of... The way he gets used, even in the actual movie, I agree is a little conflicted sometimes. Like, I think even the writers didn't really know what to do with him. Because that's what happens when you put a beard in your movie, is it it just doesn't flow naturally. So I think the takeaway message here is shave the beard, guys. Just cut it out. Get rid of the
2: beard, Torrance. Get rid of your beard.
1: It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. Be who you are, ladies. Uh, because, yeah, no, it's... It, there's so much about the potential that they had with this movie. And I think for writers in a lot of situations like this, where you just... they, It's almost like they're deliberately ignoring the chemistry that's there, the tension that's there. It's like they're completely obtuse to the story they're telling themselves, you know?
2: Yes, and we all see it because... Come on. It's right there.
1: Because it's right there.
2: I would like to talk about one more scene. Okay. That's, I think, a big moment for Missy and Torrance.
1: Okay. For Shipsy. I'm ready.
2: For Shipsy. This is the first time that Torrance sees Missy in her cheerleading outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Missy comes to the door and Torrance cannot contain herself. And she keeps screaming at her, sexy mama, take it off. And like, maybe she's joking, but maybe she's not. Does she say take it off? She says take it off. She really does. Does she
1: really? Oh my god, I haven't seen this movie in way too long.
2: She actually says those words. And then Missy starts dancing, and you're like, ugh, it's just such a moment, you know, Torrance, <laughs> like, my gay heart. That dance scene, yeah, Missy dancing in her cheerleading outfit, is like every lesbian's fantasy, you know? It's like yeah. the 90s Waverly, you know?
1: <laughs>
2: Gotta throw a Wynonna her reference uh,
1: in there. Uh, Yeah. Uh, it's so true though i mean i i'm saying this cavalierly but i i have no problem with this i think you know in 50 years people are going to be writing like their phds on this movie because i think there's a lot that you can say about bring it on and we could we could spend hours just getting into like some of the very 2000 era things about this movie about The rivalries about having your very, very racially unambiguously separated teens from like the well-off school with all the white girls and the inner city school with you know Gabrielle Union and every other minority in the movie. I mean, and the girls from 3LW, yeah. There's there's a lot that could be said about things that this movie also didn't do very well at the time that are just sort of a byproduct of its era. Um, but instead of talking about any of those very serious topics, I think the main takeaway here is Shipsy, definitely a thing. Forget the beard. Should have been gay. Bring should've it on. Should have
2: been gay. Should have been
1: gay. <laughs> the end takeaway here. That's it. Absolutely. It should have been gay. Just a reminder, you guys, you can find us. On all of the social medias, we are at Les Hangout Pod on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. Or
2: you can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com and let us know if you have any other topics you'd like to hear on the show or other should have been gays you want us to cover.
1: If you are enjoying the podcast, it would mean a ton to us. You could support us at our Patreon at patreon.com slash leshangout. In addition to helping us make more of the podcast, you'll also get access to a ton of fun stuff that we are very excited for you to look at. So with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee, And And let's let's hang hang out out again soon. Let's hang out. out.